Disasters. disasters. And welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch. Mm. I'm Nomi. And I'm Wombat. And today. Today. We are talking about Arcane by Riot Games. Mm. They're most well known for League, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it was probably the first thing they created, really. So for those of you who don't know, Riot Games is a big producer maker of games and they do all sorts of stuff they have all sorts of different branches so their biggest known game is league of legends oh god i mean they have like riot forge uh now they have arcane they have so many different branches basically there's a ton yeah so the show opens up in like this war torn yeah. kind of vibe yeah something something <laughs> something's real gone shitty. down <laughs> yeah. something real shitty has uh, happened and these two really young kids are walking uh, walking around in the rubble and i think that's when they see their dead parents mm, yeah, yeah yeah you know just to really twist the knife they're like yeah. hey ho Look at this, dead parents. Yeah, not only did you get separated from Mm. them, but you find out they're dead. Yeah. um, (laughs) As you're trying to get you and your sister to a safe place. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So the Undercity, which is just poor, you know, full of sickness and, you know, the people there. Yeah, it's just impoverished. So impoverished. Yeah. And they just want a better life, basically. But they're literally living besides this city called Piltover it's got the best technology like mm. they have trade they have imports like they have everything basically they're wealthy it's like a utopian yeah city sort basically of thing. and ev- i swear to god everyone that lives in piltover is like rich which i yeah. don't understand basically the undercity is like they're literally the asshole of, <laughs> of this of this country Aww. and piltover is like it's like what you piltover is basically what you would see in a university brochure <laughs> yes it's like oh my god everyone here is like so happy we're so diverse we have like the best of the best yeah yeah basically that yeah and the undercity is as you can imagine the name suggests the undercity is a shell yeah yeah yeah. and the this war that happened and that you open up to is basically when the undercity rebelled against piltover yeah but anyway vi and powder Mm. these two they're kids man they are children they are children children. and via the older sister you know she's just she's doing her best she's she literally saw her dead parents like she's got to take care of her younger sister now there's a lot there's a lot to put on a kid's shoulders and this guy vander boof daddy vander boof daddy vander he is (laughs) i am sorry but i love vander he is literally like he takes in these kids Hmm. because he's from the undercity and he takes in these kids because he knows they don't have anyone else. Yeah. They kind of have a bit of a time jump. And then it's like modern day Vi and Powder. Well, Vi is what? Like a teen now? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I would say Vi, look, um, Powder is still like a kid. She's still not- a bubba. Yeah. And they have like two adopted brothers, Milo and Clagger. I loved Clagger when he came on scene. <laughs> he was such a bubba. He had like a really soft-spoken voice oh. and he was just so cuddly. And then Milo has Nomi's eyebrows. <sighs> he literally looks like a troll doll. <laughs> Can you shut up? <laughs> anyway, yeah. swiftly moving on from that. Mm. So these kids, they ain't got shit, man. They ain't got shit. So what do kids do when they're 
severely disadvantaged, have a shit upbringing, and their parents are dead. They steal. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, there's a bridge connecting the Undercity to Mm. Piltover. And obviously, they pass the bridge. But then once they're in Piltover, they're parkouring into all these little cool places and, like, you know, staying out of eyesight. Because there are cops in Piltover. But they call them enforcers. Fuck the police. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the pigs. Isn't it, man? (laughs) Uh, they really do be pigs in this show, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they got a tip off from a, a guy called Little Man, and he and he really is a little man. He's a little man. It's what I call my dog, Little Man. Little um, man. <laughs> they get a tip off, basically saying, "Oh, this this uh, scientist, you know, they have a bunch of spenny 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 shit. items, spenny that you items, pawn off in it." So what do these kids do? They bust in there these four kids are looking around this room they start going around and like finding shit now powder she finds some gems now these gems aren't just any gems well crystals crystals yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. crystals they look know. like marbles though yeah uh someone someone comes knocking at the door the kids are like fucking panicking mm. panicking skywalker <laughs> and they're running around they're like shit we need to go we need to we need to get out <laughs> they need to get out the kids grabs as you know as much stuff as they can but as they're running powder drops a a marble marble. (laughs) as you you call it yeah shit explodes and yeah i guess like from that that is how powder earns the nickname jinx milo especially is like oh she's such a jinx like every time she comes on missions she always fucks something up and uh you know vi's like it's okay things are gonna be fine it's fine Mm. but turns out they go back home and vander is mighty pissed pissed. not happy he's like you guys just fucked up the good thing we had going like we stick to ourselves, Pertova sticks to themselves. We were good. And now the enforcers are coming around here. They want someone to put away. Mm, they want you know? they want a scapegoat, right? They want a scapegoat. They can't just like you can't just let criminals, you know, go Get without charge. Because then know, it's gonna look bad. It's it? gonna look bad on the city, isn't it? That's the beautiful first episode. Mm. Second episode, we find out who's fucking study or scientific room these kids were breaking into so basically jace is another character he's very very smart he loves science and he basically wants to make piltover even greater Mm. but he believes in the power of magic because he saw some shit when he was a kid and he believes that this magical creature saved his mum and him from Mm. dying but uh no one in piltover kind of believes that Hyman Digger. Uh Hyman yeah. Dinger. Hyman Dinger. So there's this this little like furball He's called so Hyman Dinger. I was like, Loki, this name sounds like a slur. Because <laughs> how are you supposed to I was like, you know, trying to say it and I was just like, mm, I don't feel don't feel right. <laughs> if you say it a bit too fast, it sounds like something else. But um yeah. Anyways. But yeah, so Heimerdinger is like over 300 years old and he's a cute verbal. And basically he's just really wise and also really smart. He's a scientist. He's on the council of Piltover. Mm. And he kind of likes to mentor Jace because everyone's like, how what the fuck caused this explosion? Like, what were you what did you have in your study 
to make it explode. Mm. Obviously, no one knows about the crystals and he has to come clean. But Heimendinger tells him, don't tell the council that, you know, you you believe in magic and, you know, we can harness its power. What, no Do one's going to, everyone's going to think you're fucking crazy. Yeah, legit. Yeah. He's like turning into like one of those um, astrology girls. Oh my God. Oh, God. oh no. Yeah, he is one of those astrology girls. Like, yeah. oh my God, my crystals are aligned. Oh yeah, that's what he's hoping for. He's basically trying to align his crystals so he can get that shit working, isn't it? <laughs> But, drawn it's spiritual power yeah exactly he's all like we can we can like be more powerful and he's like oh my god these crystals are gonna like i don't know save lives and shit mm. anyway the council's like this guy's crazy you know let's ban him from the science community yeah uh, and his mom even comes into the council he's like as a mother please like spare my, spare son. my son he's they, bit... they were fully gonna banish him from pill yeah but the mom was like he's just a bit delulu and then he's like you know feeling down in the dumps and he's about to kill himself and who comes to his rescue you say no, you no, might no. say no. <gasps> why it's victor <laughs> so basically a sickly victorian kid who who actually comes from the undercity yeah he's from the undercity he is um the assistant of Heimerdinger and he's also disabled and it's really sad and that kind of ties into his story and he's really sick looking but also he's voiced by <laughs> oh my god the guy who plays he's voiced by Harry Lloyd who plays Viserys Targaryen in Game of Thrones who I had a mad crush on right <laughs> Of course you did. And when I found out he was voicing a character in, in Arcane, I was like, Anna, oop. No, and I literally stop, was like, to, to know me, I was like, hey, yo, Harry Lloyd's in this. And she's like, who? Like that <laughs> guy who plays Viserys Targaryen. She's like, oh, okay. But then when he came on, he was putting on some mad accent. He was. I don't know where Victor's supposed to be from, but I think he's meant to be some kind of foreigner by the sounds of it. Well, he is He is literally, yeah, I just, I was like Eastern European twang. Yeah. Because I don't know where whereabouts my, my guy is from, but mm. that's what he'd be sounding like. In it. But anyway, so Victor, he's like, I like what you said. Mm. It's very interesting. Mm. And Jace is like, why the fuck do you believe anything I say? And Victor's just like, bruh, I'm into science. You know, science bros. Oh, science, science bros. Science <laughs> husbandos. Science husbandos. Laboratory husbandos. Oh my God. Victor's like, hey, I'll let you back in. I know you're banished, but I'll let you back into the university and like we could. Victor gave no fucks. He's literally the definition of like, but it's for science. <laughs> he literally is a ride or die for science. For science <laughs> dick, which is just so sad. So he didn't sad. even want to get some good nunny. No. Because he was just like, no, the science. <laughs> the science is what matters. Uh, but, you know, he's just he's just driven by, like, improving people's lives mm. and all of that. She yeah. is probably because he's from the under undercity and disabled, so it makes sense. Yeah. So in that episode, also, we see Vander. Vander's, yeah, he's not really got um, the greatest deal, has yeah, he? Yeah, I mean... You know, his his uh, adopted kids just fucking blew up <laughs> some important building. Yeah. Or like some kind of place in Piltover. And uh, enforcers have come to pay him a visit. Now, everyone wants to keep the peace. No one wants to, you know, start a fucking fight. 
because we know the last time that happened, mm. a lot of people died on both sides. So they're like, no, we don't want that to happen again, you know. Mm. And Vander's the, he's the keeping the peace kind of guy. So the enforcers are like, hey, hey, Vander, dude, my guy. My guy, my bro, my, my broski. Bro. You know, someone needs to be put away for this. Mm. And obviously, Vanda doesn't give him a name or any names because he's like, fuck, those are my kids. I can't put them away. I can't put them away for shit. Mm. Uh, but uh, the enforcers are pressuring him. And they're just like, hey, we, we need a name. We need something. He's like, okay. He doesn't, he doesn't give any names. But what the episode does end on, Vi turns herself in without anyone knowing. Mm. She turns herself in. Because she's like, ah, I can't let my family go down I like gotta, this. I gotta I gotta take one for the team. Yeah, because she doesn't want her step like her surrogate dad to get taken or yeah. you know, worse, her sister. So she's like, fuck it, I gotta take one for the team. It does hit you right in the gut, you know? You know what hits right in the gut? Episode three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's segue. Oh my god, this okay. So, this is where we kind of get more details on, I guess you can say the main villain. I don't like to believe he's the villain of the story, but... He is 100% the villain. He is literally the villain of the story. <laughs> nah, bruh. Okay, so anyways, you kind of see glimpses of Silco, who's like this crime lord. Crime daddy. Oh my god, is he a crime daddy? Stop. No, I'm... I, I no! To, nah, man, he's paying. He is. Do you know what he is? He's lanky and <laughs> also sickly looking. Nah, he's lang. He's fucking um, disgusting. So you kind of see glimpses of him in episode one and two, but you don't really know like what what his deal. You just is. know he's he's a baddie. No one fucks with him. Basically. Yeah, you just know he's a, he's a bad guy because he he's always like in the shadows, you know, and that's usually quite telling. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then episode three opens up with a flashback, right? Of Silco and our boy Vanda. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody liked to stabby stabby the other person in the back. <laughs> and it's not who you would expect. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not the booky, shady looking one. No, no, no. No, no, no. My it's guys. our buff daddy Vanda. No. Oh, buff da- he was doing what he thought was the best thing to do so silco has these grandiose ideas of like yeah rebellion and like getting what's right yeah. for his people but vanda is definitely more of like a peacemaker because i think purely because he doesn't want to see any more people die from the yeah. first time and like also nobody wins in war let's exactly be like, and he's lose. very like he says that he pedals that throughout like the whole time he's in the show you yeah. know he's always like you don't win in war, like, you know, it's it's just going to be carnage on both sides and then who fucking wins? We're still going to, you know, that kind yeah, of issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Silco is like, no, we can... We can do this, We bro. can do it. Um, and then it opens up with this flashback of Silco being, you know, he's having one of his um, villain monologues being like, <laughs> do you know what it feels like to drown? And I was like, wow, they're opening up <laughs> <laughs> And let me just say, young Silco, Loki. I wish we had more young Silco because he really mm. looks like Loki. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. Actually, so disgusting. And, 
And yeah, and like we find out that Vanda basically low-key tried to kill Silco. He basically betrayed him mm, and yeah. he, behind Silco's back, broke an agreement with the Piltover enforcers or whoever it was. He cut a deal. He cut a deal, you know, because he thought that was the best course of action to Not save gonna people. lie though, I would be a bit a bit salty if my if my ride or die decided to to be like, you know fuck what? You up. Yeah, I decided to fuck keep fuck me over and So if me. I fucked you over, yeah. You'd you'd do a silco. Well, it depends on like what what you fuck me over in. What would you be fucking me over in? Um. Also, would you try and kill me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's <laughs> I'm gonna try and drown you. <laughs> Although I feel like if if we are going to be either of the two, you would be Vander and I would be Silco. Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. But I don't think I I'm as um I don't think I've got that narrow minded view to be able to pull a, a Silco. What do you mean? Like Silco is very like determined. He's oh, he's like, so determined. He's very tunnel visioned, right? And he's like, "I will have this." Do 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 do. Whereas I just get distracted. I was like, "Why was I mad in the first place?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why can't we just be bros again? I'm like, no, I said, allow it, allow it. I know you tried to drown me, but it's calm. No, because you know what? We would, we would like, I don't know like chill we'd be like look let's talk this out and then we'd be bros again <laughs> well after you try to drown me well you know i'd probably I don't do think you'd drown me would you drown me if i was in vanda's shoes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god would you well if you were being crazy like silco and but there was what? nothing to get you off this path i'm sorry but i gotta do what's best for oh my kids oh my god you would actually fully drown me Bruv, I'm learning some things tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sleep with my door locked. <laughs> if no, I don't, no, if, no. if you don't hear from me in the next episode, no, you know no, what guys, happened. no, she's being dramatic. Look, all I'm saying is, if you were Silco and you had the same tunnel vision mm. and you you were all like, and I couldn't get through to you because you were just like, no, 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 we need we need to like. I mean, I think I could see myself going down that route. Like, I can see myself being like, no, bro, it's calm, yeah. It's calm, we just do this. And you're like, no, 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 Wombat, look, we can't do that because like people are going to die. And I'm going to like, fuck people, man. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Let's kill them. <laughs> like, yeah, people, no. Like- then I would have to be like, look, I think she's too far gone. I think she's too you know, far like, gone. You know, I'm going like- to take her out. You know, I'm going to take her out to the woods. We're going to go camping. <laughs> no. Um- <laughs> no, that's how you know I wouldn't believe you because you'd be like, let's go camping. I'm like, there's something sus about this. <laughs> No, I'll be like, let's take a stroll by the river. <laughs> let's take a stroll by the river. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, but you can't. I just think of that scene, you know, in the ring where she drugs her kid, and then she he, she's like giving him a bath, and then she's like gen- like gently pushing him down underneath <laughs> the water. And he's like, "Mommy," and he's like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. I love you so much, sweetheart." And then it's like, "Oh my god." so what we're learning is that Silco and Vanda used to be bros and Vanda betrayed him and I am Vanda and I would betray Wombat Um, that's so bad (laughs) for the greater good for the greater good I don't okay see I don't believe in the greater good yeah, that's why you're like Silco, because you would have tunnel vision. You would be like, no, I I am so pissed off that this motherfucker tried to kill me because he didn't believe in our vision that <laughs> that we that we could make this city independent and we could be glorious. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> and uh, so Vi, as we said, she turns herself in, mm. but instead 
Vander, he clocks on. He clocks on before the enforcers come and he's like, no, 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 no. You guys take me instead. Mm. And he locks Vi in a, in a room or some shit just to keep her from like bursting out and be like, take me. Um, <laughs> but guess what happens instead? As the enforcers are like talking to Vander, like, my guy, my guy, you know we can't take you. You run this city. You run the undercity. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, Silco attacks. He's like, oh, isn't this a lovely time to show my face? <laughs> isn't this a lovely time for me to come back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he literally pulled. He's that meme. It's like, <laughs> you thought I was dead. Yeah, <laughs> think again, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is with uh, Silco, he has this drug. It's called Shimmer, mm. and it makes people Hulk out. And it no, it g- genuinely makes people Hulk out. But instead of green, they go a bit purple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Some people die. Uh. I mean, an enforcer who was, you know, she's she's mates with Vanda. She uh, unfortunately just, you know, kicks the bucket. And um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually quite liked her. I really liked. Her I loved her well. voice. Her voice was really was good. So sexy. She basically was a good leader by the looks of it by the yeah she was like it. she was um what do you call it she wasn't she was very fair she was she, she was, was yeah fair, she was she kind of understood you know like how the undercity worked and wasn't you know she i think she was very empathetic towards vanda yeah yeah 100 percent. um but her second in command. Oh, he, th- he, this is like the trash. So, this is why I'm like, <laughs> Silco isn't the real villain, you know? Oh my God. M- this guy, Enforcer Marcus, could go suck a dick because he was, so- <laughs> he had so many chances, so many opportunities to better himself, and he chose violence instead. This is how I think of Marcus. He like became an enforcer slash cop. He became an enforcer so that he could do good and get like criminals off the streets and stuff. But he's kind of a hard ass. Like he wants these names of who blew up that, you know, mm. scientists, you know, building. And he he wants to know, he wants names. He wants to put people away. Mm. But, you know, his higher up is like, my guy, you need to calm down. It's not how things are run around here. You know, like we'll get our answer. You just need to give it time. But he's young. He's like, mm, I want... I want, I want them now. names now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a bit of a cunt. This is the beginning because he told Silco where they were going to be and what was going down when the enforcers were going to hit the Undercity. Because mm. they needed these names. They needed to take someone away. The crimes. And Silco was like, oh, what a great reunion. You know what I'm <laughs> going to do? I'm going to invite myself. <laughs> <laughs> invite myself to the party. <laughs> So like I said, the leader enforcer, she dies, pops her clogs, and uh, Marcus is there like, this is not part of the plan. You you said this, no one would get hurt, blah, blah, blah. And he's just a bitch. He's basically. just also, it's like, bitch, please. You're In making, it, please. You're, you're striking a deal with a crime lord. Like, how is what there did not going to be gonna happen? collateral damage? Vanda gets kidnapped by Silco, innit? Uh-huh. And then it like, you know, before the trauma begins, it cuts back to <laughs> what's going on in Piltover with our science boys. Hell yeah. Um, and they're working on harnessing <laughs> Arcane, which is the magical shit, the gems, <laughs> the marbles. <laughs> the marbles. <laughs> under the watchful eye of a foreign counselor called Murderder. <laughs> I cannot say her name without saying it stupidly her name is mel her name her first name is mel but her last her family name is madada 
But like, when I get- You can't say it in a normal voice. Counselor <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, what kind of name? Anyway, sorry, that's just my- Oh, her design though. Oh, she's so stunning. Pain. Stunning. I've seen so many cosplays of her as well recently and it's mm. just gorgeous. She is like a beautiful Nubian <clears throat> princess. Honestly, yeah. She's fucking fire. But anyway. Anyways. But yeah, so Victor and and um Jace are like working together. And you know what? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Because it's when, you know, when like Jace And that's is all like, that is. Shut up. It's, it's a friendship. Shut up. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like at the first episode, is it the first? No, the second episode when um Victor stops uh Jace from, you know, attempting suicide. Oh, yeah. After that episode, I was like to, to know me straight up. I was just like, I need to look up fanfic of these two. <laughs> oh, legit. And I was like, don't do it because you're going to find spoilers. I didn't don't find spoilers though. Oh, oh, so after we finished Act 1, you didn't find spoilers? But not through this fanfic. You can shut the fuck up, man. Not through the fanfic. You went looking. You went looking. No, I, I went told lo- you. I told you not to go looking. What'd you do? You go fucking looking. And then anyway. she's like, oh, no. I know what happened to Victor. <laughs> fucking. But no, it's that scene. Remember when they're like on, you know, doing some mathematical shit. They're like, oh, you know, you need to do this. And then like, Jace is like, oh my God, I never thought of that, bro. And then, um... Victor's like, yeah, we can work on your dream. And then Jace is like, our dream. And that is <laughs> oh when, God. that is when I was like, whoo, I am sold. I am sold. I do not care. These two are lovers. No. <laughs> do you know what's funny though? This show has so many like queer relationships that she has to pick the one, <laughs> the the only two people that aren't fucking queer to, to ship. It's ridiculous. Anyway, ridiculous. I'm going to put a pin in it because- we go back to the Undercity. Mm. Go back, back, back. Back, back, back again. And basically Vi, she's like, what the fuck happened? Where's Vanda? And little man, who you find out is called Echo. And he's just a little kid. <laughs> and he saw the whole thing. He saw what happened. He saw, he knew what who the enforcer was that sold them out. Mm. He saw Vanda get taken away. He told everything to Vi. And Vi's like, fuck. We need to get Vanda back. Mm. So what does his kids do? <laughs> they plot. They plot to get him back. So Milo, Clagger, and Vi are all like, "Yeah, yeah, let's get ready. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get Vanda back." And Vi tells Powder, "Powder, I can't risk you getting hurt. You need to stay here. You need to stay here because you're you're the last thing I have." You're the last family I have. And Powder's like, no, I can, I can do good. I promise. I can, I can be helpful. And she's like, it's not about that. You're my sister and I can't see you getting hurt. But you know, Powder's, <clears throat> Powder's a little kid. She's like, oh, I can, I can, I can be helpful. I can do good. So they leave Powder behind and they go running. They, they go to find Vanda. Turns out it's a fucking trap mm. because Silco was like, you know what I want? I want them kids. <laughs> I want them fucking kids because he was like I know someone's gonna come I know someone's gonna come and get him so we gotta try and like eliminate all possibilities of whatever Mm. all right fine you know Silco you're kind of smart I get that (laughs) but uh kind of have to be because you need to second guess every time someone's gonna stab you in the back yeah that's (laughs) called paranoia my guy (laughs) (laughs) he's crazy for a reason (laughs) 
So, you know, Silco has his monologue. He's talking to Vanda. It's a really cute reunion. It's really not. No, but, um, it is sad, though. It is sad. He's like, we could have. You, know you know that bit in Prince of Egypt? And it's like, you who I call brother. Yeah, it's, it's literally, literally that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanda's like, you don't get it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Peacemaking, mm. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but this is when it starts getting... A bit too real. (laughs) Emotional powder throughout these three episodes. She's, uh, she likes to tinker. She's a bit of an inventor. So she makes a little monkey toy. Mm. But the thing is, every time it like smashes, the symbols smash into each other, they're hitting the gem. So her thought process was, I can help everyone out by getting rid of the bad guy. Thing is, the good guys were also there too <laughs> but she she just thought she was helping and um the building collapses Da-na-na-na. and Vi is like oh my god she sees her brother's dead Vanda's like dying and then you know, she's crying she's and then crying. we're crying <laughs> we're crying Vanda's obviously dying he's on his deathbed you know and he's like look after powder <laughs> and like Vi's like crying and she's like ah. and then Daddy, no. <laughs> and then powder is like running up to her and she's like Vi Vi look what I did look what I, I did, did it I did it you know th- getting all excited because she thought it worked and then she looked over and she's like, on the dead body yeah she sees the dead the dead her dead friends her dead friends you know that she killed um, her dead siblings yeah <laughs> and she starts freaking out and like vi's obviously like you, you did, did this i'm yeah. freaking out she calls her a jinx she calls her a jinx and, and it's like oh guys when i the say acting well the voice acting the, no 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 but the voice acting the way they animated the, the character, character oh like my. the acting of the animation was amazing the like, facial expressions oh were incredible powder absolutely breaks down my guy she is loose like ugly crying times a hundred it is is fucking brutal it's bruv. unhinged it made me feel some type i have never seen such raw emotion i was like uh, it was it was much i was like oh my god my it heart. was a lot it was like we were both bawling my guy we were yeah. bawling and it was ridiculous but then vi smacks powder <gasps> in the face remember that mm, i felt smacks that i felt her. that basically being like you ain't shit bitch no she doesn't say that but she does smack her and obviously powder loses it she's having a fucking breakdown and she's um, crying vi and walks away vi yeah vi leaves her vi leaves and powder's and like, screaming like, for her screaming like, like vi, come please come back don't leave and then me. who <laughs> walks out of the shadows fucking silko silko but honestly this scene <laughs> I was not expecting to feel that it's those emotions. Nah, it's so perverse. It's not perverse. No, it's perverse thinking that Silco saw this child breaking down and he was like, I'm gonna no. take you. No, because he is broken. You know he has had he has seen trauma. He but is I a think terrible it person. Off perverse. Like he's obviously, you know, thinking of like, you know, manipulating her, but then He does. No, no, no. But then there's this moment. It's the moment when, like, you know, he's, like, obviously, like, oh, what happened to your sister? And, like, she's crying. And then all of a sudden, 
Powder just like, because all she needs is like some, like a bit of love and someone to hug her. So she just jumps into Silco's arms and like hugs him. And you can see, like, I love this scene because I thought it was done so well. Like you don't, there's like a small glimpse, like a ghost of an emotion where he's kind of like taken back by it. Because mm. at first, like you would think he he is going to try, he was going to try and like, you know, be like, tell me where your sister is, little girl, and then try and kill her, right? Mm. But he doesn't. He's just like... He's never known love, basically. Only he, betrayal. Only betrayal. And then he, he sees himself in powder and he's kind of just like... Everyone undermines us. We're going to show them. We, and he's like, come here, little girl. And I'm like, no, no. You can just see it's a match made in hell. Like, yeah. it is just... You I can s- just see it's like terrible. Like, what is coming is gonna be terrible there is obviously a lot of foreshadowing of um with vander and silko's relationship for powder or now known as jinx and Mm. vi's relationship so it's quite interesting um but yeah the episode ends with powder being taken powder aka jinx being taken in by silko and and vi was taken by marcus the enforcer because vi at one point turned around but marcus like who was in the shadows dragged her away like they will kill you if they see you Mm. so uh, he kind of saved her life but also she went straight to prison (laughs) yeah he's like (laughs) i'm gonna save your life only to to ruin it at the same time yeah like forget about family because you're gonna be in prison anyway Mm. um (laughs) so that was act one and honestly Guys, just from those three episodes... Nothing could have prepared me. I was hooked. No, genuinely, like, I was hooked. I knew that this was going to be my new thing because, Mm. like, the animation, the world building, everything that we've said up until now, it just made for such an incredible introduction. Like, oh, everything about it. I had no prior interest in these characters. Like, I knew about them and I kind of knew some of the lore. But, like, to actually, this show just really blew out the water for me. Honestly, and I think, like, the way the characterizations were done so well, the they writing were so was so human. good. But also, like, the casting is done so <sighs> well. Impeccable. They must have really put them through the auditions because, whoo, they, they, no, no bars held. Like, what was mm. it called? No, no. Was, was the, what's that saying? Girl, you're asking the wrong person. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on to... Then we get into the second act, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next three episodes. Yeah, and there's there's a time jump where at least, like, we're a few years into the development of Hextech technology. Which is what they've called the... Uh, so you know how they're harnessing, like, the scientists in Piltover are harnessing those gems, marbles, slash crystals? Yeah. Yeah, they call it Hextech technology. Yeah, so what Jace and Victor had been working on, that's 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 their dream, it's Hextech. Oh um, they, like, Jace really believes, like, he really started off believing that this was going to, like, save the world, like, save people and, like, mm, get rid of illnesses and shit. <laughs> yeah, and it's, <clears throat> yeah, it's funny. Because um, when we next see Jason Victor, Victor, my guy, them years 
have been hard on him. <laughs> he is a sickly Victorian child. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Honestly, it's like he looked at least a little bit better in the first in the first act. Like he still looked young and youthful. But in act they, two, they literally gave him like purple like uh under eye bags oh, like severe my guy was on his he looks like he was walk you know like um a walking skeleton yeah you know uh prince philip before he passed Ske- away oh <laughs> he had gammon eyes you know that so picture like- of him when he's in the car <laughs> and he literally looks like a corpse yeah. <laughs> and you're like except victor isn't that old he just looks bare sick he just yeah he's 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 dying it's it's like it's almost like he had the money to keep him going but he didn't he really didn't um no he didn't because like also he's kind of like he's like well jace is the face of hex tech and victor i think is more of the like not the brain because they're both kind of the brain but but he's definitely more I would say more experimental. Like yeah. he he's definitely the kind of scientist that's like, fuck it, if I die, I'ma get it working. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, oh my god, it's that one bit where like Jason's like, Are you sure this is safe? And he's like, Of course not. <laughs> like, yeah, because yes, is- Yeah, because science isn't like if it's the first time you're ever doing something that anyone has ever done, obviously yeah. there's gonna be risk to it. And he was like, Well, duh, it's not safe, but we gotta do it for the better of everyone. Mm. Um but, but yeah, yeah, like because of hex tech, Piltover is obviously has doing, shot into progress. Yeah, it's like doing hella good, man. And yeah. they're deciding to celebrate the two hundredth anniversary of a holiday called Progress Day. Um, yeah, Progress Day. Whoop whoop. Yeah, forget about the Undercity kids who literally like die, but that's cool. That's cool because we're progressing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many like. We live in a society. Oh my god! <laughs> is this is this your or- Joker origin story? <laughs> no, my Joker origin story. My villain origin story was seeing Powder fucking break oh, down mate. in that third episode, mate. guys. Guys, I don't care who you are. If you don't fucking like watching animation or cartoons or whatever it is, the acting in that third episode by a literal child. Honestly, the voice, like the way insane. they captured those facial emotions is so oh well my. done. <sighs> Anyways. So good. But we're I talking not, about act two. I will not stop going on about it. <laughs> it was incredible. But yeah, act so, two. Yeah, like for Progress Day, there's obviously these like uh, red flags, let's say, about mm. Hextech, right? And there's potential dangers. And mm. they basically need more time yeah, to, yeah. you know, practice and to, to make sure it's all safe, basically. But let's be real. Victor ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 man. Look. A lot of people ain't got time, okay? <laughs> no, but it's like, it's the bit where is like, we can do this, like, we can release it maybe a century. Um, no, 10 years. He says 10 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a century. No, a decade. Oh my god. <laughs> what? I literally was about to Oh my god, do you know when I went home, yeah? I told my parents about you putting that tin of beans oh in the microwave. Oh my god. <laughs> and my mum was literally like, "Did it explode?" And I was like, "No, no, it's fine." And then my dad came downstairs and he was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And, and then I told him the story and he was like, <gasps> 
oh my god how how are you guys like did something happen i was like no it didn't explode thankfully (laughs) guys wombat put a metal tin in the microwave and then when i said when i stopped the (laughs) microwave pulled it out and i said what is wrong with you she goes what as if it's totally normal to no, put metal tins. No, you know what? And then though? proceeds to tell me, "Oh, I know you shouldn't put like metal spoons <laughs> or forks in the in the microwave. I didn't know about." No, tins. can I just defend myself here? You right? shouldn't have. You shouldn't be able to. I'm no, sorry, but that is I, like I I I have these moments, right? Where you're I'm, lucky our fucking microwave didn't explode. <laughs> no, I I genuinely have these moments where I'm not thinking. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> The only thing you're fucking is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Legit. I literally remember looking at you like, I could not let it go. To this day, I can't let it go because I think it's so ridiculous. No, I really do. I do have my moments when sometimes people do look at me and they're surprised I'm not a little bit, you know, special. (laughs) Oh, oh, honey, you're plenty special. Anyway. um... (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? I get it from my dad because he can't. He can't. I get it from my dad. My slowness, I get from my dad. Dead. If stupidest oh. was a gene, I'd go from my dad. 100%. <laughs> anyway, so Heimerdinger's like, guys, we need another decade to, you know, test this out, blah, blah. And Victor and Jace look at each other. They're like, hell no. Hell to no. Like, are you serious? We're about to, like, tell, tell everyone yeah. in progress day. You know, this was going to be our launch, you know? And uh, Madada. <laughs> Murderder. Murderder. Mel, I'm not gonna have to start calling it Mel because I can't say. It's Madonna. literally like that that guy in um in Ghost Rider who's just like murder, murder, murder. The, yeah, <laughs> the old cowboy, and you're like, I can't fucking understand a word he's saying because his voice is so deep. Murder, uh, murder. Anyway, anyways, yeah, go on. Um, so yeah, they're a bit taken aback, and uh, it's down to Jace. He's the he he's the one making the speech. So mm. uh, let's see what happens somewhere else. Obviously. Because, <laughs> uh, you know. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Powder doesn't exist anymore. It's only Jinx now. She's a bit older, teen. And um, she lives with Silco. You know, he's basically her new dad. Uh, yeah, he's her he's her, her surrogate father now. Uh, and just that, might we add? Just that. Okay. Nothing else. I may call him a crime daddy, but he's that to me, not to drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's like just her dad. Stop making it weird for Don't the love of God. Please, God. Jinx at the moment, when we next see her. She's got issues, man. She's, she's, she, she hmm, yes. Um, she's uh, a little bit unhinged, let's say. And she's obviously pissing off like other people within Silco's gang gang. <laughs> um, yeah, Jinx is basically trying to like come up come up with her own scheme and impress Silco and all this sort of shit. So she makes up this plan to try and steal the Hextech gemstone, right? Mm. Um, and so she gets into, somehow, she gets into the Piltover, like, through all their security and shit. She's got several grenades and it's sick. Like, there are some scenes with her and her, like, bombs and shit and they're oh, just yeah, so cool. fucking cool it's cool so we don't really mention her in act one because she's not really that interesting in act one <laughs> but you know caitlin oh caitlin she she comes from a from a good family her family are on the council yeah she's bougie she rich she a rich oh, bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think she tries to humble herself so she's like I she doesn't be... want to be associated basically yeah, with her family she, name she doesn't want to be you know she's like 
nepotism not for me um (laughs) (laughs) who would have thought who would have thought and yeah so she kind of i guess has her own way of doing things and is on the enforcer guard kind of thing Mm -hmm. but she's she's like lower down she's not oh no she's basically like just starting out yeah um and you're kind of briefly introduced to her in Act 1, and she's a childhood friend of Jace's. Mm. Um, but in Act 2, you get to see her, see a bit All more grown of her. All grown up. All grown up. She's got a job. She's got a job. And also, funny enough, she's voiced by the chick who plays Cho Chang in Harry Potter. You know, the, Harry, I'm really sorry, but I can't. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Cedric already asked me and I said I'd go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, yo, where's the Scottish accent? I thought she was Scottish for real. I'm dead. (laughs) Um, I was a bit thrown back. I was like, yo, what? Yeah, she's voiced by her. Um, Yeah, so obviously Caitlin is kind of like, now how the hell did this person get here? And Jinx being Jinx likes to leave behind little clues, whatnot, like her little signature. Caitlin's obviously like, you know, she's kind of, she's that that trope of like, um, justice, justice, like I gotta do it by myself. And so she wants to like, understand who who this is who could have broken in and stolen the gemstone basically she needs evidence though to be able to bring it to the higher ups Mm. and uh in comes vi (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. she basically goes to the prison because someone gets locked up that's to do with one of her what's it called investigations But when she gets to the prison, she finds out that that person was beaten to near death. (laughs) Beaten to near death. He was made into a pulp by none other than Vi. Because that motherfucker- Our girl Vi. Our girl Vi. That motherfucker basically, he he was on Silco's team and Vi recognized him. And she was like, not on my watch. Not (laughs) not in my prison. You you are not going to enjoy- enjoy prison here my friend <laughs> she so basically he's like the prison guards are yeah his jaw's fucked up he can't he literally he can't, can't talk <laughs> um so she's like fine i'll talk to the person who did this to him so uh she meets vi yeah and <gasps> then episode five this episode is heavy it's thick with the legit queer agenda because <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> because our girl, Caitlin, aka Cho Chang from Harry Potter. Oh, we, no, stop peddling that, please. Harry. <laughs> Harry. 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 I'm sorry, I can't go to the Yule Ball with you. <laughs> um, okay, so she is uh, led to Vi, and she basically <clears throat> uses jace's his new appointment on the council mm-hmm. uh she uses that to her advantage funnily enough she doesn't tell him though she don't tell him she, she does just not tell him she's just like hey look at this forged signature the council <laughs> this obviously wasn't me yeah this councilman <laughs> has allowed this prisoner to be released yeah know? vi is like right then let's go she's all like well you don't know the undercity yeah i do that's true that's you know true. you can they'll eat you alive out there because you're so prim and proper and you don't know shit about the undersea she's like bare bougie, yeah, bare bougie. it's like someone from richmond 
going into um yeah Ilford. yeah probably Ilford. Ilford. Yeah. like the area where we used to do shisha that area yeah, yeah, specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god um but yeah so Vaya's basically like you need me to be able to blend in um mm. with the other ruffians <laughs> in the undercity and caitlin's like oh shit she's right um and that's when she gets um <laughs> vi released from prison and honestly this is like my favorite fucking dynamic you know when there's like one person is like so like ooh 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 and then what the, the other fuck person does that mean you know what it means like someone's like so uptight and then the other person is just like come on live on live on the edge a little bit be a bit chaotic <laughs> <laughs> yeah why cuz you're chaotic <laughs> you're like come, come over here it's okay <laughs> it's okay don't be scared <laughs> um but i love it though because i just it's so fucking fun to watch and yeah like the whole time caitlin is just like what's going on and vi's just like lol Um, it just be like that sometimes it just be like that so they get like um kind of like a tip being like what you need what you seek is in the brothel (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) and it's like this seedy fucking establishment so vi y'all know she's a good fighter she's got that upper body strength yeah Mm. my galley pinned caitlin against the wall with her arm like some k-drama shit oh bare k-drama shit like (laughs) she she had her hand up against the wall and you can see her buff ass arm oh yeah that's (gasps) it That's the gay shit I came for. Caitlin is proper like, you know, what? Like, I don't know. What do I have? She's there for the business. She's not thinking about her her goodies. Her her assets. Um, And then Vi is literally like, honey, honey, let me, let me tell you. You're hot, cupcake. (laughs) My gay heart exploded. Honestly, it's so pegged. That's all I remember from the episode because that's all that matters. (laughs) I don't care about anything else. All I care about the queer agenda. Um, you know. No, no, no. But you know what's rude? What? Like I saw all these people talking about on Tumblr. It's so funny. It's like, how can the most homoerotic episode also be the most homophobic? Because you know what? In that same episode, in that same episode, my guy Victor, my guy Victor is like near. He is on the edge of death like he is near death and my guy jace is like are you good bro you good no (laughs) and then goes off to murder so he can he can get some sweet ass on the side on the side you mean his main course victor is he he ain't gay yet i'm (laughs) fucking dead (laughs) where there is a way there is a gay So you know that scene when like Jace is like, why don't you do the speech? And he's like, no, no, not in front of everyone. And <laughs> it's actually a good, uh, good impression. It is, wasn't it? It's just, you know, that vague European accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, the most homophobic scene of that episode is literally Jace is riding Madurder 
Oh. And then as as he's riding Madurder, it like cross cuts to Victor literally coughing his lungs out like <laughs> Yeah, there's blood. Like some blood shit is, is everywhere. going down. My guy is on the floor collapsed. He's 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 a uh, he's he, he's slowly but surely kicking that bucket. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Jace is kicking something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's getting his dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a good dick in. What Mate. He's giving a good dick in. He's getting a good dick <laughs> No, that's what I want to happen. But let's be real. I think Madada could wear a strap. Oh, yeah, that's true. She would fully To be, be honest, like, Victor's a bit too sickly. He can't be doing nothing. Yeah, you, you, put, you put half an inch in and he's out. Like he's like, nope, I'm dead. I'm dead. Anyway, oh, so as we have said, those are the important parts of the episode. Yeah, those are the highlights. Those are the highlights. Nothing else matters. So we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> episode six. So the third, well, the third episode of Act Two. Mm. 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 So after <sighs> Jace gets uh, done getting his dick wet, Madada, you, you, we cut to like the next day, the next morning. Mm. She wakes up alone in this big ass fucking bed, and she's like, "Where the fuck? Where the, did like, he? Did did homeboy just do a runner on me? Like, have you seen me? Do you think people just run off on me? You Honestly, know? I mean, I would never do that to my queen. Damn, she is. <laughs> mm, I would never do that to her. You know, honestly, if she needed some arms to like caress her and oh my take God. her in you know anyway we get it <laughs> she's so fine um <laughs> so you find out that jace is by victor's bed mm. because see you know how they bring it back to the gay <sighs> do you not know the concept of friendship is are we do we need to have that you know talk? what you no you know you sound like you you sound really like um i thought you were gonna say homophobic for a second yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what you sound like a fucking homophobe i knew it i had a feeling i had a feeling <laughs> anyways yeah, yeah so jace is at his booze um you know <laughs> bedside deathbed deathbed yeah you know bear holding his hand like oh my god Victor. oh my god but thing is man Mm. Victor, he sees, he sees potential. Mm. So this whole hex tech, you know, gemstone marble bullshit. He's like, you know what? I think the reason it's not been working as great as we could get it, that you know, these the the beings that used to control these things and use magic, they they worked with it, not against mm. it. You know what mm. I mean? You can't like, you can't force it. Yeah. So in Victor's great but dying mind, uh, he was like, hey, let's bring some organic matter and see Ooh, what happens. I like so, how you describe that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, at first, you know, he starts off with plants and he's like, and he shows Jace. He's like, wow, look at that. It grew. Amazing. Look at it. It could do great things. And then it just dies and mm. travels up into nothing. And then Jace is like, oh. Okay, so we can't fix you then. Uh, and Victor's like, mm, I mm. mean, I think we can we can still try. We just need to keep testing it because obviously we haven't got it right yet. Mm, 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 Which mm. is fair. It's fair. Yeah. So anyway. Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger. Obviously he... Uh, He's like, this This sounds like the beginning of a villain origin story, quite <laughs> frankly. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> His next thought process was, 
the hex core, which is what they're calling it, the hex core should be destroyed. And Jace is kind of like, hmm, I don't know. You know, Victor's like, hmm, maybe not. Yeah, Victor's like, like, but I need it. (laughs) Yeah, I think we just need to, you know, do some more tests. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we're going back to our fucking cunt of a character, Marcus. Oh, this bitch. Y'all remember Marcus, the motherfucker who sold out the chief enforcer? Yeah, the, the dirty cop. The dirty copper. The crooked copper. The crooked cop. Because now he's like chief cop, innit? Mm. <sighs> he's, bit, he's He's got a promotion because, you know, he killed his higher up. Please stop. <laughs> That's so... I mean, they didn't see it. That obviously is just collateral damage, innit? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so now he's like top dog. But surprise, surprise, he's in Silco's back pocket. Mm. And he goes to Silco. He gets blackmailed by him. Yeah. He's kind of like, he tries to, he tries to, you know, he tries to. <laughs> he tries to come across like he's the one in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tries to like, you know, fucking size up to Silco. Yeah. It does not go that it way. Does not go, <laughs> it does not go down well. Because next thing you know, you know, Marcus is like, he comes home to his little kid, right? And then what, you know, he opens the door a little bit, you see is his kid like playing with some dolls. And then he's like, hmm, who, who, who that other voice? And then <laughs> opens the door and who is it? But our crime daddy Silco. <sighs> it's the way, it's the way my guy is so fucking confident in complete control of that situation. And it's just like, hmm playing with his daughter like oh you know daddy's gotta go to work wait is that in this episode yeah man oh shit yeah and then remember there's that scene (laughs) where like right at the end he like knocks over the girls like (laughs) oh my god yeah she they're they're, like putting you know like a house of cards but instead it's like blocks yeah she was like (laughs) yeah she was like building some blocks and then he's about to put on the last one and instead he just like topples it over topples the whole thing and he's like oh so sorry so sorry i'm like bro you're so rude so savage but this is the thing though so he's basically like to marcus he's like oi oi rude boy (laughs) (laughs) no he's like he's like fam enough of this enough of this you trying to fucking size up to me just get the job done yeah because if you don't I'm gonna kill your daughter, basically. Yeah. And he by get the job done, it means killing Caitlyn and Vi because he he knows that them two are on the trail. Mm. He's been hearing it in the in the grapevine of the undersea, mm. you know. So Caitlyn and Vi, they're in the undersea, mm. but Savika, that's her fucking name. Oh, what were we calling her? So Selvaka, Selvaka, something, something, whatever. What, I don't know. Vi sees this bitch, and it's like that scene in Kill Bill. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. She she just sees red. She's like, oh. Who do you think you are to be enjoying a drink on this nice evening? <laughs> mm, in my in my dad's old pub, basically. Like, fuck you. Like, how dare you took everything the from audacity, me? The audacity. The nerve, the goal, the gumption. <laughs> but yeah, so, so basically. They get into it. They get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Vice sucks ass. She's trying her best. Yeah, okay. but she don't win, so therefore she sucks ass. <laughs> Better luck next she hits time, the kid. Dust. She and eats dust, fam. Eats dust, and all the while, Siva, C- 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 the fuck do you Savika. say? Savika, whatever the fuck. 
Um, Savika is obviously also talking trash. She's oh. trash talking her as she's winning in this fight. It's so and it's basically like, <laughs> you know, Jinx is working for Silco now. Yeah, because she's basically driving it home to Vi that she's not being held, like Jinx isn't being held against her will. Mm, this she's is there very willingly. much. Yeah, yeah, this is very much like her. She she has a loyalty now mm, to Silco. Yeah, yeah. And then Vi, obviously, she don't feel too good. Oh, yeah. And Doesn't she, she get yeah, murked? She gets mad murked. Yeah. Yeah. And then it this the episode ends with Jinx. Um, so in the earlier, in Act 1, there's like a moment when Jinx and Vi are kids and I think it's just before Vi goes off to find Vanda, right? Yeah. She gives Jinx this flare gun and is like basically like, wherever you are, I'll find you when once you shoot this up into the sky and whatever. I'll find you. I'll find you, Jinx. So Jinx is literally at the end of this episode, she's like, okay then, time to pull up in it. <laughs> so she <laughs> fucking like shoots the flare gun and honestly it, that scene, man. Oh, bro, it, it tugged on your heartstrings. It was... Honestly, it's the bit <sighs> it where something. it's like, it's such a beautiful scene because it's it's kind of like doing this 360 motion. Oh, so and good. then as it's doing, like as it's circling Jinx, you see Milo and Clagger and as they were kids and you're just oh. like... <laughs> The feels, the feels, uh, the emotion. As the uh, flare is giving out, she's like, you know, you could see, you could just see Jinx like losing hope over time. Mm. And it gets to the end and she's just kind of like to herself, I knew, uh, like, I knew it. And uh, she gets up, turns around, and Vi's there. She's She's walking up the stairs to get to like the rooftop she's on and she's like, powder I'm like, ah! and it's like and oh it's when jinx is like are you real and i'm like no <laughs> and uh so it doesn't end there though no lol fuck that <laughs> they had to they had to like you know they're like oh this brief brief moment of happiness lol <laughs> rip it away <laughs> rip the candy away from the kids honestly um so yeah, this gang, I guess this gang, you could, yeah, could call it a gang. They're like vigilantes. Yeah, they're called firelights. So mm. they all wear masks and they have like these kind of hoverboards. Yeah. <sighs> and uh, they get involved. Mm. They, knock, they knock down the, you know, whoever's there. So like Vi, Caitlyn's running behind. Mm. Oh my God. When Jinx sees Caitlyn, she's like... <gasps> Hey, you're an enforcer. You're hanging out with an enforcer. Yeah, they, they were right about you. You know, because yeah, you know, they're, they're the enemy. Really, I love how I love how Jinx sees Caitlyn, who's basically Vi's girlfriend. Her instant reaction is like, "Who's this bitch? Then who's this <laughs> bitch that you're replacing me with?" And I was like, "Dude, they're like totally different dynamics. Chill." Um, but yeah, these firelights, uh, basically raid this, this cute reunion and kidnap Vi and Caitlyn and Jinx is just left there by herself and, um, again. And she loses the gemstone that she had. Yeah. Ah, sad times, sad times. 
moving on to even sadder <laughs> times. <laughs> oh my god, episode seven. So the third and final act, my guys. Jeez. The last three episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. They really fucked us up, you know. Honestly, episode seven, though, guys, 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 guys. Mm. They did such a great job with the different styles of animation in this episode yes like they had the usual style obviously which like the show is mostly in but then they have like these two two separate scenes with like different style oh bro it looked so good like it was impeccable i can't lie Mm. i can't lie yeah, the like cross animation style was really cool. It's just like Amazing. And they made it work. Like, oh, it was mm, so good. It was yeah, so Yeah, it was like yeah, it was really seamless and it just worked with the entire kind of scenes and stuff. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean this episode. So for the lo- like for the previous acts, you kind of you're shown glimpses of the firelights but you don't know who they are right yeah you just see them flying around and getting involved (laughs) and for the longest time um in the intro the leader of the firelights you see them in oh in the title sequence sequence, yeah and me and nomi were like now who is this person why do they keep on putting so much emphasis it it obviously has to be like an important character they're putting them in the title sequence yeah and then they reveal that it's Echo. Little Mel. Mel. He's not so little anymore. Um, so he reveals himself to Vi. Mm. You know, un- unshackles her, whatever. And then they go away and have a little chat. And Caitlin's just there like, okay, I guess this is where we all die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Echo shows her- shows Vi around. And he's like, this is this is the city we built, you know, to get away from all that bad shit. Mm. And they got some cool stuff. I mean, you know, they... Echo's smart. He's kind of like Jinx. Like he likes to make stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's he he's like a little inventor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's he's done some good. Like he's basically made a safe space for all these like kids from war-torn families, and you know, just made a safe place for them. And yeah. If basically- that's not the queerest fucking thing I've ever heard, <laughs> or like a found family. Yeah. <laughs> It literally is like a found family. I guess this whole show is basically about found family because yeah. what else do you oh have? Oh my god, it is. It is. Because speaking of found families. No, no, <laughs> no, no, yes. no. I actually hate this. I actually hate yes. this. Yes. We then cut to Jinx and Silco. So after Ugh. after the encounter with Vi, Jinx is feeling a type of way. She's kind of like, hmm, hmm, interesting that no one wanted to tell me that my sister is back and looking for me. Mm. So she, because I was told she was uh, dead as hell. Mm, yeah. So she's obviously like vexed and goes after Silco and is like, yo, what the fuck? Um, oh yeah she rages this is the thing though because like i know you don't really like silco and (sighs) jinx but i really like their dynamic i think they're really interesting i think they're interesting that doesn't mean i have to like it though because uh, a traumatized lanky 
motherfucker should not look at a child who is literally having a mental breakdown and go, you know what I can do? Nah, come on, son. He wanted to be a dad. No, he didn't or else he would have fucking had kids. Bitch, you can't have you can't have biological kids when you're trying to run a rebellion. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that wasn't part of his plan. <laughs> he was like, you know, that what? wasn't part of his ten year plan. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Jinx just happened to come along, and he was like, ah, oh, damn, I guess I'm a dad now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, oh. there's like, because I thought Silco did know, but well, actually, you find out that Silco himself didn't know that Vi was still alive. Like, he was kind of like, yo, what? Yeah, because he, basically, Marcus had told him yeah. that she was she was never coming back. Yeah. Not that, not that like, she was dead, but yeah, he did he, say- he kept it vague. He kept it vague. Yeah, he was like, she's never coming back. Because, obviously, she was in a fucking prison yeah. on a different island. So, the chances of her getting out would be, like, 0%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like- yeah, so Silco's kind of like, I don't know either. and <sighs> They have a DMC. but They have a DMC. But you can't have a DMC with Jinx. You know that meme where it's like, I've done nothing wrong in my life. And it's like, I know this and I love you. <laughs> that is literally the dynamic. That is literally Jinx and Silco's dynamic. Jinx could literally, and we'll later get into it, but Jinx could literally fuck up Silco and Silco's like, it's cool. It's fine. She could do anything and she he's like, anything. it's okay. And he's just like, no, it's cool. You're, look. You are, you are my daughter. And yeah. I love you. Um, so yeah, they have that DMC. That's all good. And he's basically like, yo. Well, she kind of runs away because she doesn't really know how to deal. With emotion. Yeah. I mean, she's like, look. Yeah, she's back. getting conflicting information. Yeah, she's just she doesn't know where she stands. Like yeah. her sister's hanging out with an enforcer, which obviously public enemy number one for mm. them. But then you know, like there's just so like there's too much going on, too much, and mm. she's like slowly but surely losing it. Well, not so slowly. She's actually lost it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just becoming more apparent, and then she's yeah. like, ha, "Yeet!" and leaves. But yeah, I guess in this episode, you're kind of starting to learn about the other the other cities, right? So basically, the other cities feel they've they can hear rumors mm. of this unrest between the Undercity and Piltover. And I guess this is when Mel Murder makes the <laughs> makes the uh, suggestion that they should create um, weapons using hex tech, and obviously. Jason and Victor are like, what? No way. No, this isn't what we wanted. We're here to help people. Oh my God. <laughs> so obviously all of that's happening in the background. The suggestion's been made. The seed has been planted. The seed has been planted. All the while, Echo, Caitlin, and Vi, they've decided, you know, Echo's like, Vi's basically like, I can vouch for her, man. She's calm. She's yeah, calm. Caitlin's calm. She's calm. You know, and that's not because I have a crush on her. It's because she's calm. Any any gay between them gives us this immense... Serotonin. <laughs> it is serotonin. So yeah, they've basically agreed that they're going to hand it over mm. and, you know, essentially try and broker some, some type of peace treaty, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because the greater threat is Silco yeah. and his... his Minions. Minions. Uh, minions. Minions. 
And literally, it's this bit where they're at the bridge. Remember how we mentioned the bridge connecting the two, the Undercity and Piltover? So they're at the bridge. They're walking, you know. Because Echo said, he was like, if you're going to give it back, I'm going to be the one to do it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's like, don't take, don't not take my thunder. Um, (laughs) But as they're walking, you know, having some calm times, Who's watching over them? None other than Jinx. But it's the way she is literally like. Insane. (laughs) When there's like a bit where Vi is like, I can't leave Jinx. I need to go find her. And like, Caitlyn's like, oh no. Okay, but I understand. And they, you know, they hug. Nah, it's 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 a it's a long it's a lingering hug. It's a lingering hug, you yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know why Jinx is so pressed watching them <laughs> hug, and she's just like, "It's just a like goodbye hug." And I'm like, "Girl, calm down." Do fuck? you want to fuck your sister? <laughs> what right? is going on? I mean, maybe she's so confused right now. She doesn't know what's going on. She's like, "What? What am I feeling right now?" Um, All she knows is like distrust and betrayal. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing so she sees that and she's kind of like a bit irked you know i can't remember how it kicks off well oh mark is it marcus so marcus is on the bridge and he's like what are you doing like you know because caitlin's coming in she's like i'm an enforcer and she brings out her badge and shit and he's like what have you done because then echo as they get closer yeah he saw everything go down with vanda with the enforcers with Silco in the first few episodes. So he remembers what Marcus looks like. He knows what a fucking traitor looks like. And he's like... He's like, nah, this guy's a snake. He's like, no, no, we need to turn back. And uh, then guess what? Marcus starts fucking firing. He's trying to... He's basically like slowly losing control. And this is like the cherry on top, basically. Mm, Yeah. And obviously Vi hears all this commotion and is like, and a whoop. <laughs> yeah, she turns back. It's very dramatic. And she's like, Caitlin. And is like running over. Oh my God. And that's when Jinx is like, you know what? My move. <laughs> and this fucking scene. <gasps> so fucking good. It's when she, she basically, you know, she's an inventor. So she like sets off these like robotic insects that are essentially bombs. Mm. And, you know, it's like boom, boom, pow. Fucking Marcus comes down dead. Oh, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. Oh my God. It's so funny though, because they really lingered on that shot of Marcus. Like I was supposed to feel something. (laughs) Maybe Silco should have killed his daughter. Fuck that guy. (laughs) No, no. You know what? He'd be right for fucking knocking over her blocks. (laughs) You know what? I'm with Silco on this one. What can I say? I'm with him on this one. Fuck Marcus and fuck his bloodline. (laughs) Everyone just fucking hates on him. Oh, honestly. Anyways, so he's dead. Oh no, boohoo. Cuts to <laughs> Cuts oh. to obviously Caitlin is wounded now because of, you know, all the crossfire, etc. Vi mm. is like, oh no, my boo. She tries to help her up, you know, they're doing their own thing. Mm. Then Jinx then. is like, ratatata, no, actually not. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt you ladies, but I've got something to say. So Echo's basically like, yo, I got this. I got this. Mm. So it's Echo versus Jinx. And the way this was done, it kind of like cross cuts between them two playing 
as kids, like playing this kind of shooter game as kids and cutting back to the present time. And there's one bit where like Echo kind of loses himself a little bit and is like beating the shit out of Jinx. And he's about to like fuck her for good. Not in that way. You know what I mean? (laughs) And um, he can't because when he sees her face, she's just like this. She's still powder and he can't like, he can't do it. And then Jinx. Suicide bombs herself. Why is that her go-to move? (sighs) It's, oh man, it's not. You, You are just sad. And then um, episode eight, the penultimate episode. <sighs> so after the um, Echo and Jinx's little fight. You mean the suicide bomb? Yeah. Mm. Um, Silco obviously comes along. <laughs> Not comes along, he's like... Well- there's a a very loud kerfuffle. Kerfuffle, yeah. On the bridge, got, yeah. And everyone has their eyes on the bridge, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and I'm guessing Silco was like, ah, that's gonna be, that's my daughter. One hundred percent. Gotta go check up on her. Oh, this scene though did break my heart a little bit, yeah. a wee bit. I a mean, it was. Bit. So basically, Silco finds Jinx on the floor. You know, after the bomb happened, and he like looks at her face. She's not moving. She's not waking up. He's literally losing it. Like the desperation. He is so desperate. He's like, "No, we need to fix her." (laughs) Picks her up and basically runs. Honestly, that is like my favorite kind of villain, though. You know, when a villain is like a dick to everyone and is kind of like I am motivated by nothing but vengeance except for you (laughs) oh no okay no you know I also love that so don't try it no but you know that that's what it is he has a soft spot for Jinx (sighs) he does but it's so like this whole thing could have been avoided Well, I'm sure it could have all been avoided had they had all gone to therapy. But, you know, um, (laughs) there we go. But yeah, so obviously in his like manic state desperation, he goes to this guy who I don't think we've mentioned um, just yet. I don't even know how you say his name. Is it Singed or Singed? Go, I don't fucking know. Whatever. This okay. He's a doctor, but not really. He's ba- a mad scientist. Mad uh, scientist. Uh, yeah. An unethical scientist. Yeah. You find out that he were used to be like used to work with Heimerdinger, and then yeah. was outcast. Whatever. And then, um, so he's basically like, "Yo, you got to say my galley," and singed is like okay you so you what you're saying is you're giving me full reign to experiment on this girl like silka goes to him that we have to get her back at any cost and he's like bet (laughs) (laughs) i love that and then yeah so he like fucking roofies silko he he fucking i don't know what he was doing but he injected him yeah, he did some some shit. Booky shit. He made him go night night. Yeah, and then he does does his yeah, he goes to town. You know, in a very unethical medically medical way. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh so you know Murderder. <laughs> you thought Murderder was hot. 
Wait until you meet her mom. Damn! Oh my god, her mom is buff lady. You know, if I was a watermelon, yes, I was gonna say her thighs could crush watermelons. If I was a watermelon, line me up. I'm dead. Line me up, damn. She nestle me between her thighs. (laughs) Break my neck. I don't care. I just want to be nestled in them. (laughs) And her arms. Oh my. God, Choke guys, me out, mommy. Do you know what? Murder me in the sweetest of ways because. <laughs> Damn! It's also the bit. So there's this bit, right? Where Jace is like, you know, he obviously <laughs> finds out that the woman he's fucking, her mom, is in town. Um, so he he is summoned by her, and she's literally like, she's fucking naked, and then she like fully stands up with no clothes on. And then, like, strides towards him. But that's the thing, though. That's what makes her so boss. That's my girl. Become an absolute unit. unit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck's sake. And and from giggles, we now turn to tears. Stop. Because because, um, our boy, Victor. Your boy, Victor. My boy, Victor. (laughs) He... You know how he was trying to test out the plants and they wouldn't stay alive? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Shimmer basically made him strong enough to withstand the power of the hex tech. Yeah. Of the hex core, I should say. Mm. And you get like a really nice scene of him running, you know. Run, Forrest! Run! Run, run! Yeah. Yeah, but um, we made this joke about how Victor is like, not six, only Hickstick. Because literally... <laughs> oh. What do you mean six? When I have science. I'm dead! Because um, <laughs> there's literally this chick who's his, like, assistant. And she keeps on making, like, sly like hints. kind of hints yeah. she's know. like you want to go get a drink after yeah. work and he's, and he's like, like i am working i'm working i am i am so you know busy right now <laughs> he says just staring at like this like moving like marble <laughs> it's like come on even your boyfriend is going out and getting some nunny don't you want some too and he's like no um <laughs> <laughs> and um so there's a bit where he obviously has now had a bit of t- uh, he's had a taste for for this for the Powerful. hex tech um and this like power he basically wants to just integrate it to himself yeah because so his leg wasn't the only thing that was obviously making him sickly or disabled it was also like his, something to do with his back, like his spine. Yeah, it's his. It's his body. Is like, his body? Yeah, his body. So, yeah. hey, if you can fix a leg, why not fix everything else? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he like injects himself, and he's like, you know, doing this full on like, it's intense. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> and his um his assistant walks in and obviously sees him like fucking having a one man rave with all these like fucking like <laughs> lights coming out of with him. the hex core the hex core and he's like you know the DJ like by himself 
And she's obviously like, what the fuck? Trying to save him. Yeah, she thinks something bad's like really happening. Yeah, because he's he's screaming. Yeah. And then she goes and she tries to like pull him out of it and she's holding him. And because obviously she's not protected by anything, she just turns to dust. (laughs) I'm not going to lie though. The memes that came out of it. Oh my god, yeah! It's like, oh, a picture of Jinx when she was a kid. Powder. The next one. The The real real powder. powder. Or it's (laughs) like, um, there was one where it's like, Jace is asking Victor, hey, what happened to Sky? And like, Victor's like, oh, nothing. And just sweeping (laughs) frantically. (laughs) That's so, yeah, on top of that, can I just say, Victor never fucking told anyone. Oh, yeah. There was like, what happened? Yeah, like, like, where's Sky? It's been a few days. Like, no one <laughs> fucking says anything. Yeah, do you think we should check in on her? And Victor's just like, oh, no, no, no. She's fine. She's she fine. told me she needed time off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she's taking a gap year, you know? <laughs> gap year. <laughs> Jeez, I got so into the whole Victor and Sky thing. <laughs> I totally forgot about the actual gay that's happening. Um... So obviously Vi and Caitlyn had a near escape uh, mm. from Jinx. And at this point in time, Caitlyn um, has gone home and Vi is obviously like, shit, I bagged a good one. And Caitlyn is kind of, you know, mentions it to her mom, who's also on the council. So the whole thing is like Caitlyn comes in, you know, she's justice and all that and goody two shoes. And she's just like, we've treated these people like shit. They don't have anything. On top of that, they're also getting screwed by the people who run the undersea. Mm. The real, the real villain in this story is Silco. He's the one that needs to be taken down, or else more people are gonna die. <sighs> then Vi comes in, and she she's making her case because they they kind of like mm, humming and ah, and and she's like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Fuck these guys. Mm. Y'all don't know what it's like. Yeah. Y'all living up here. You haven't lived on the streets. Yeah, y'all living up here in your gold ass tower. So Yeah. Yeah, she uh she just gets a bit in her feels and obviously they're like, You need to leave (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh my god, yes. And then it's like uh is that scene where it's like the gayest scene ever because like Oh yeah, so Vice Storms out. Yeah, Vice Storms out. And guess what? It's raining. It's raining. Caitlin's like, Vi, wait. And Vi's like, don't you get it, Caitlin? We're like oil and water. (laughs) We're not supposed to be. And it's literally that scene from High School Musical 3 where it's like, what about us? I gotta go on my own way. I hate this. Or is that High School Musical 2? Whatever. I don't know. I think it's High School Musical 2. But yeah, it's that. It's very that vibe. And um, you know what I love as well? Um, I saw this meme. So basically, Caitlyn gets kidnapped by Jinx. And it's this whole bookie scene because she's obviously like, you know, she she's in the shower. She comes out, Mm-mm. you know, and then um, feet up in her feels. And then Jinx is like, yeah, hello. <laughs> and someone was like, imagine if like Caitlyn just banged one out. Oh, thinking dear. about, thinking about, you know our girl Vi please stop and everyone was like Jinx would be like respectfully I have to let her finish yeah (laughs) 
I do think Jinx would let her finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, ah, oh, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I will have my my limelight. Just give it a second. Yeah, I'll give I'll give her I'll give her a few minutes. Um, <laughs> it was a good episode. Like there was a lot of uh, queer feels up in there, mm. but this this episode is what really really drives in that fucking state to the heart. Honestly, so it's the last episode of the last act. Oh my god, Anna! Who? <laughs> um, Jay's obviously still feeling some kind of way, and he's like, "Oh my god, I only just realized that." In in a potential war, people will die. What a fucking pussy. And is like, hey, you know, how about I try and broker a peace agreement with with our guy Silco? Mm. And he's like, yo yo, we'll like everything is calm. We'll give you Zorn, but we need Jinx. Mm. And that's when Silco's a bit like. Um, well, he's kind of like, man, I could get everything. Yeah, but I don't really think he considers it for that long. I don't know. He goes to Vander's statue. He's having a little drinky poo by himself. (laughs) You know, uh, consulting the person he trusts the most, himself. (laughs) (laughs) And he's really, I don't know. He's well, like- I guess he's weighing his options, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But guess he's on the other side of that statue. <laughs> I swear down, Jinx is everywhere. Yeah, she's crazy. Honestly. She's fully crazy. And now she has like insane power. Yeah. So crazy and powerful. Do you think that's a good mix? In in the history of ever, when has that been a good mix? Mm. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> And point made. <laughs> it only gets worse, my guy. So yeah. Jinx obviously is kind of like, hmm, okay. So you want to talk about alliances? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like feeling a type of way. And it cuts to Vi, who's like, you know, armed up. You know, she's got mm. the gear. So she's like, you know what? The first thing I'm going to do is go to Savika and fucking <laughs> like beat her ass because i'm tired like, i'm she, tired of being one-upped by her she's like you know what not again third time lucky you beat me when i was a kid you beat me when i got out of prison not this time not cunt. this time honey not this time and we can say she does um fuck her up oh it is i'm not gonna lie savika's a good character because she's a piece of shit but it w- it felt good seeing her get fucked up but also that fucking fight scene was so good it was, it was so really well, well choreographed done. yeah but yeah so it's all good you know uh vi's having her little hurrah she's like woo uh only for jinx to come in and knock her out <laughs> and then why is she like this i d- honestly my guy and the next scene my i have nah. not felt so much stress on oh, the stress i now I know what it's like being on the... Uh, now I know what it's like being Vi because she's got a crazy-ass sister and every second she's with her, she's, she doesn't know what's going to happen. Mm. 
she's yeah. like in her mind she's going through the options but she knows it's worthless because she's not gonna think like jinx yeah because how can you <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so she wakes up and there's some mad ass alice in wonderland type shit with vi and silco and obviously you know jinx is like <laughs> i paid your girlfriend a visit and yeah because it's that moment that everyone's like holding their breath. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, I paid your girlfriend up. That's like, ah. like, what did you do? And she like puts down this um, platter. And like the silver platter. Yeah. yeah, and you're literally like, oh my days. And she opens it and it's just a cupcake. And she's just like, <laughs> I'm not that crazy. And it's like, bitch. Li- everyone literally like collectively let out. Uh, like a relieved sigh honestly but <laughs> this scene is fucking intense because then she does eventually bring out caitlin mm. you know she's got them on either end of the table and she's like pressing them she basically wants answers she you know what she wants closure yeah. she's like tovai why did you leave me you know we're like we're supposed to be sisters and then silco on the other hand is like you were gonna betray me you were gonna give me up so she's feeling a type of way a type of many types of ways (laughs) like she is unwanted unloved like no one (sighs) she's a broken soul my guys yeah and as both vi and silco are trying to reason with her you know vi being like it's fine we can go back to back to how we were da, 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 da. and silco being like i was never gonna betray you like fuck piltover <laughs> literally being like fuck them i don't care like i was never gonna give you up <laughs> and jinx is kind of just like what the fuck overwhelmed by this this information yeah and as all of that you know is going on caitlin manages to escape her you know she gets to she breaks free from being tied up and attempts to arrest jinx and Jinx is kind of like, lol, you know, fucking. Jinx is the flash. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, ha cha cha. And uh, <laughs> fucking knocks her out and uh, is about to kill her. And Vi's basically like, no, I love her. Well, she doesn't say that, but yeah, she does say that. <laughs> yeah, she says that in, in other words. Um, <laughs> and, oh, bruh, this part, this is the part that gave me the stress because there's this like. It's really intense. It's like, you know, you you basically are like put into Jinx's mindset because Silco's screaming on one end and then Vi is like screaming desperately on the other end. There's like this, you know, it's really quick cuts, mm. like the sound's blurring. Yeah, she's hearing like Milo and Clagger's voices. She's basically hearing everyone's voices, even if yeah. they're not there. yeah. And uh, Silco sees Jinx's pistol and tries to take that opportunity to kill Vi. But then Jinx, um, <clears throat> yeah, she guns him down. It, I think she did it out of reflex, though. Yeah, I think it was like a mix. I think it was a reflex, but also it was like just fucking confusion like Mm. i think she was just so fucked up in that that one moment that like anything that moved i think she would have just yeah 100 percent um and so silco is shot and 
they have this i do have to say they have like this really tender moment it broke me it it was i was actually also (laughs) sobbing um (laughs) yeah because jinx obviously realizes what has happened and she's like crying and like apologizing profusely to silco and he's just there like don't cry it's okay it's okay <sighs> i'm gonna start crying all over and he's again. like you know i i never would have given you to them you're perfect you're my <laughs> daughter and i'm just like yeah! like obviously honestly. we are not doing it justice if you guys saw it it is yeah this is a very this is a piss poor <laughs> you know telling retelling of that scene but it oh my god the it really really just fucked me up it fucked me up yeah bro it is just not good it's it really it's really sad but it's kind of like it's kind of poetic don't you think because <laughs> the way that vander dies and i i said this quite early on they they somewhat imply it that vander's not favorite but i guess he leaned more towards vi right yeah, because yeah. she was older and i guess you know they had i would say they 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 had similarities because he had a responsibility to his people and she had a responsibility taking care of these other kids yeah yeah because yeah, she yeah, was exactly. the eldest and Whereas I think obviously uh, Silco and Jinx have their own parallels mm. and is interesting because Vanda dies trying to protect Vi and then <sighs> in his own way Silco dies at the hands of, of Jinx um, kind of trying to protect her in his in his eyes I guess. <sighs> <laughs> I just I honestly cannot. you know felt, I felt a lump in my throat so I had to stop talking <laughs> Guys, I was like I'm gonna start crying now it is it is actually like such a well the, the way, way they end it the way they end it how dare they do this to us my guy and the fact is is you know what's rude as well they were so close you you obviously there's this really catastrophic moment for jinx right this is like this is i feel like a part of her did die in that moment well you can kind of see that her emotions are just it's really weird because after silco dies and she like has her breakdown about it she is like so calm i honestly feel like her emotions she's just numb at that point yeah because she doesn't know what to do and she almost like her i guess she kind of it she comes to this well she comes to this idea that vi will never love her the same way that um she loved loved. powder yeah and also how silco loved jinx Mm. like vi is holding on to this this i you know this image of powder but she 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 doesn't exist she doesn't exist anymore and I guess Jinx is like, I don't think you'll ever be able to fully get me how I am now. And I don't think I'll be able to get you how you are mm. now. Because um, too much has changed. So much time has been lost. That sort of stuff. Which is like the most grown up fucking thing she's said throughout this entire thing. Yeah. But like <laughs> in a way that's detrimental to herself. <laughs> but it's so sad because it's true. Yeah. 
Like she she's making all these points and you kind of want to sit there and go, no, like there is a chance you guys can like make up and, you know, move on together. But it is, she's right though. Like too mm. much has happened. They've spent too much time apart. They live completely, they're two completely different people. Yeah. And Jinx at that moment in time basically is like, no, this is, this is who I am now. This is who I'm going to be. And is like, I'm going to finish what Silco started, essentially. Mm. And... <sighs> it's so bittersweet, right? Because, um, so it cuts over to Jace yeah. having a council meeting. And the whole council, he's finally, finally getting through to them. Mm. And he's like, guys, we need to broker a peace with the Undersea. Yeah, and everyone is on board. Everyone to grant Zorn its peace and independence because that's the that's what they need to stop having this threat. (sighs) And just like you see them, like all individually voting, and you know, like ah, this finally they've did the they they've done something right. Like they're doing it, (laughs) but then Jinx. Has weaponized um, Hextech. Hextech, the crystal, into a rocket launcher and aims, she aims at the council chamber and just fires it. And all you see is literally the real, the look of horror and realization on both Vi and Caitlin's face. Because don't forget, like, Caitlin's mom is on the council, Jace is on the council. Like, oh my God! No! So many people that she loves is on the council. Oh, and oh my God! you just know, like, you see these, all the council members, like Jace, like, completely unbeknownst to them. They're like, they think they've done the right thing. They're yeah, like, they're oh, fucking is- shaking hands. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the beginning of something new. Little do they know that this fucking rocket is coming their way, ready to it, end their existence. It fucking literally ends with the rocket at the window and Madada turning around. Girl. God, I feel so empty now. I actually feel drained relaying all of that back. I know that that last episode really like it really took it out of me like mm. the emotion just everything I man oh you know what I'm seeing like it you know what honestly like um obviously we've gone through all of the uh spoilers but <laughs> and if that's not reason enough to watch it I don't know <laughs> what is but also like I think if we had to compare it animation wise, I think it does um in in its effectiveness a similar thing to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh my god, what an amazing film. Like amazing animation. The so way good. it was done was so creative. Flawless. Flawless. Again, kind of mixing different styles yeah. as well. Yeah. And then um other people have compared it to in terms of, I guess it's like brutality and oh, it's the sound of the police. <laughs> you know why? Because there's a crime that's been committed by this show on my feelings. Because honestly, honestly, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk, I have been wronged. I have been wronged. So that was another episode uh, of Really Bitch. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. 
Hope you check out Arcane if you haven't already. Um, for the love of God. For the love of God, please. Please, just watch it. <laughs> and join us next week and listen to what has a saying, really bitch. Mm. All right, bye. bye. Um. Uh. Woo! <laughs> Damn, little lady. Oh no, my fucking mic god smells of <laughs> like Cajun seasoning. I'm. <laughs> <laughs>